0: Soxology, a Chicago White Sox podcast. It's been a rough start to the season. Ugh. Today, my father and I start by recapping the travesty in the Twin Cities. Then we preview the next series on the South Side where the boys will battle Baltimore this weekend. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Today is Thursday, April 13th, 2023. This is the Soxology Podcast. I am your host, Mike Hartung, and with me tonight is my father, George. And how are you doing today, man? How's your vacation been?
1: It's been great. The weather has been perfect. And uh, your mother and I did not go anywhere, but we've been taking advantage of the great weather here in Chicago. We will go in the mornings to long walks in the uh, forest preserves and uh, go to lunch and then take care of some chores and stuff around the house. And uh, it's been great. It's been great. Been watching some White Sox baseball.
0: Yeah, which is has been good and then bad and then kind of good again <laughs> and then yeah, bad and, and
1: then so. and then back to bad <laughs> and, and then bad and then bad and then bad and then, and uh, then bad. No, that's and 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 not going to stop me. This weekend, I'm trying to talk to your mom. It's our last uh, weekend of uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday of our vacation. We got the Orioles.
0: Baltimore's coming to town. All right, yeah, I'm, I I'm going. In, I mean, uh, I'm going Saturday. Um,
1: that's what I'm thinking about going. It's the '93 crew neck, 1993. The Sox won the division. Yeah. Um, that's a pretty cool giveaway. So anybody wants to get to the game, first fifteen thousand. And um, gates
0: open up at 11:40, I think is what I read. So we
1: also have family Sundays, which is pretty cool. But uh, yeah, we'll see uh, if if I can talk your mom into going one of those games. I'm definitely going to give it a try. 93 team was a great team. You weren't born yet. Uh, it was um, Bo Jackson team. And that team came out of the White Sox in that years had just unbelievable draft picks right in a row in the first. They hit the first round with Jack McDowell, Robin Ventura, Frank Thomas, and Alex Fernandez, like four years in a row, which is crazy. They were all great, great players. And Alex Fernandez and Jason Bray was on that team, too. He was 22 years old and went 12 and 5. And he was wow. going to be like a DeGrom. He and he he could he, he was great. And uh, Alex Fernandez had Hall of Fame type stuff. And uh, he won the World Series for the Marlins because we wouldn't pay to keep him. And then he hurt his arm. Or that would have looked really, really, really bad. And we had Bo Jackson was fun on that team. It was just a good team. But that team always breaks my heart. They lost 4-2 that year. And to the Blue Jays. That went on to win the World the Series. The World Series, yeah. And the famous Joe Carter home run off of the ex uh, Cubs stink, uh, Mitch Williams.
0: Oh, yeah, Mitch Williams.
1: Yeah, yep. and then, um, then the next year is the '94 team, which is I Heart- should not have had more to heartbreaking. To have, yeah. yeah, I should not have had to have wait in my life to for 05 for the World Series. That was a great team, and uh, and we were we were pinnacle. Our uh, ownership and management was pinnacle in the uh, stoppage. So. Yeah, team,
0: it, it team is movie. It is what it is to be a Sox fan. <laughs> so Yeah,
1: yeah. so uh, that was it. But anyways, the 93 team was great. A lot of great characters. So go
0: out, fans, go, go, out. And, go out.
1: Go out and support and get get a crew neck.
0: Yeah, the crew neck actually looks pretty cool. It's really I mean, retro. You get so. the
1: brews, the, the, the two Miller lights for 19 bucks. Yeah, uh,
0: the, the, it used to be bleachers and brews. Now it's baseball and brews. So um, yeah. they rebranded yeah. a little bit.
1: They got a lot of good stuff that people should take advantage of. There's Sox fans get out there. It's a beautiful um well I don't know if the weekend's gonna be as beautiful as is go tomorrow. It's gonna be eighty something tomorrow.
0: I would so, I would yeah. go tomorrow night and then Saturday, um 30% chance to rain and it's gonna cool off a little bit, but it'll still be a nice, nice day. So we're excited for that. <clears throat> yeah, and it, the weather's been great. I'm feeling good. Nice little uh it feels like it's a summer night in April, which is crazy. We we didn't get that last year at all. So
1: the thing that uh with the Pittsburgh series that I even wanted to say was uh that O'Neil Cruz he actually went into the plate stupidly and kind of went out of his way to have contact with Savala. So uh he did nothing wrong and he was pretty upset about it.
0: I'm glad that you brought that up because I I brought it up in the last podcast when I was talking to myself and um I had the same opinion as you. I I thought O'Neal Cruz Um, Just slid wrong and it was completely his fault, even though you hate for a star, you know, a future star player like that to break his ankle on a play like that. But um, Sebi didn't do anything wrong and he just barked at him because it was the heat of the moment baseball play. And, you know, it it wasn't it was like, hey, man, what the F did you just do to me? Like you tried to truck me and then didn't try to truck me. It was like a weird, you know, and, and Major League Baseball has this issue ever since that Buster Posey thing. It, they say you need a clear lane, and then you know how you're supposed to slide. If the catcher catches the ball and then blocks the plate, like I, it's just yeah, it's too it hard. Depending
1: on the throw, the catcher has to move into the lane if he's got to catch the ball. Uh, and Savalo was not. He had one foot. To no, the, and the throw like,
0: was high. It, it, yeah, high, it, high throw. Yeah.
1: He was dead at the plate. I mean, actually, if he slid, if he dove and stuck his hand in, he was safe probably because the throw was high. But or if he slid going away towards the uh, third base dugout um, or on deck circle and hooked his feet there, I think he would have been safe. But he went in dumb. He got hurt. It's a shame to see a, a great uh, what looks to be a great young player with that arm and that range and his size and that exit velocity is a lot of fun to watch. So um, that's a shame. But uh, it was all on him, and there's no reason to be mad. Which means which we're going to touch upon in the next series about a couple things that nobody has the right to be mad about, but you go ahead.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, it was a disappointing series <clears throat> that Pittsburgh series. And I know the Pittsburgh Pirates fans are pissed off uh, at the white Sox, which is just funny. Um,
1: that is funny. We did they did absolutely it, nothing wrong.
0: Nothing wrong. <laughs> so, but yeah, let's jump into this. Uh, let's jump into some baseball and this Minnesota twin series, uh, even though it pains me. Uh, but it is a baseball podcast. So uh, our Chicago White Sox have not been playing great to open this year. The team is now 5-8 and eight after the series loss to the Minnesota Twins. Uh, they have played – our White Sox have played four series. They are 0-3-1 in series play, losing three and splitting one series. So it's just been frustrating to watch. <clears throat> um, I'm going to do a series rundown really quick, run through each game, kind of – Give us the recap of what happened in each game. And then I'd love to hear your thoughts afterwards. So we are looking in game one in this Minnesota series. Starting pitchers were Dylan Cy Young cease for the Sox hmm. against Kenta for the Twins. Dylan handed the Twins a ceased and desist letter this game. I'm Ooh, trying to come up nice. with something like that.
1: <laughs> uh, I was actually saying cease and desist to myself. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> cease went five innings, pitched three hits, three runs, one earned, two walks, six Ks. Struck out the side in the first inning, and all of his stuff looked nasty. I mean, you texted me after that inning, like I should have drafted him in the first round of our fantasy league. Uh, the Twins take an early lead on an error by Hanser Alberto at third base, so they lead one nothing. Um, in the fourth inning. The Sox score four runs against Kent and Maeda. Grandal singles to score Benintendi. And then later that inning, Hanser Alberto hits a redeem shot to left center field to redeem himself after that error. It was a three-run home run. Sox up four to one. Twins score one run in the bottom of the fourth and the fifth. And that would be it for the scoring. Maeda goes six innings, eight hits, four earned runs, three Ks and no walks. Was not his best outing. Sox bullpen. Pitched well this game. Doesn't allow a run after Cease departs. They go Lambert, Graveman, Bummer, Lopez to end the game. And Raylo uh, had a four-out save and strikes out three. Sox win four to three. Jumping into game two, starting pitchers were Lance Lynn for the White Sox. And facing off against Pablo, how low can you go, Lopez? (laughs) This was another close game and pitching matchup. Um, This was my favorite game of the series. In the top of the first inning, The White Sox take an early 2-0 lead with an Andrew Vaughn double. That lead shortly uh, evaporated. Byron Buxton at the bottom of the inning in the first. Hits a jack to left center against our guy Lance. It was a two-run shot. Game is tied 2-2. Twins take the lead in the bottom of the second on a Michael A. Taylor solo shot. And then the Twins lead 3-2. And Lance Lynn goes six innings, seven hits, three earned runs, 10 Ks, and no walks. Pablo Lopez was great after the first inning. Uh, He goes seven and two-thirds, three hits, two earned runs, and 10 Ks. So after the first two innings, both sides didn't really hit. Until the ninth inning, La Pantera, Luis Robert Jr. hits a Jimmy Jack in the ninth, leading off the inning with the Twins' best reliever on the mound, Duran. Sox tied 3-3. Ronaldo Lopez holds off the twins in the bottom of the ninth Extras we go with the dreaded ghost runner. I know you have lots of thoughts on that. White Sox do not like when their guys are in scoring position, so they decided they would not score. And in the bottom of the 10th, Jesse Schultons, the rookie, he's excited. He's up there. He's like, all right, I'm going to hold these guys. There's a ghost runner on second. And oh no! First pitch gets bunted to Hanser Alberto. He throws the ball and hits Michael A. Taylor in the noggin. And the Twins went on a walk-off error. Sox lose four to three. Ghost runner sucks. We will talk about it. Game three. This one will be a little quicker. It's a rubber match. It's a series tied one-one. On the bump for the Sox is Lucas. It's my contract year, Giolito. He faced off against Sunny Fifty Shades of Gray. And another good pitching matchup and uh, and pitching duel. Sonny Gray shut down the Sox. He went five innings, three hits, two walks, five strikeouts, and no runs. Giolito pitched well. He had a bounce back after the Pittsburgh um, series. He had six innings, five hits, one earned run, two walks, and seven strikeouts. Uh, the Twins scored one run in the bottom of the fourth. The Sox defense really hurt Giolito. Gavin Sheets played right field that game, and Stumbled on a line drive, and that's where all of the baseball nerds out there talk about earned runs. And you know that wasn't an error; they gave the hitter a triple, but he fell in right field. So we could talk about the defense out there, and that sucked for Giolito. Uh, the Twins scored two more in the bottom of the eighth. It's three zero at that point. Uh, Duran comes in for the Twins in the ninth and uh, gives up a home run to Lenny and Sosa. Rookie power—that's pretty cool but that was it for the run scoring. Sox lose 1 to 3. That was a lot that I just said. I'm going to let you take the floor. What do you take away from this uh series defeat?
1: Uh well, the thing that I'd really take away from it is a couple of things. Uh Sheets, who you know I'm a big I'm in Sheets's corner, had a terrible series in the field. Um just just terrible series. I'll go by game by game and then um a, the Twins scare me uh because Last year, the thing we had that they didn't was starting pitching, and they've got it. Gray looks good. Maeda looks good. Lopez looks good. Um, Lopez looks great. Lopez looks like a top of the – They traded the batting champion to get him, and you know what? A batting champion, even though he's a batting champion, they can go find a second baseman. Both those teams –
0: I agree, and both those teams love this trade right now. Because right. Lopez oh, is great. being great, a, you know. Arias he, is betting five seventy, and he it, just hit this for the cycle. So and
1: and he can play like every position, just about. He can play everywhere. Yeah. He's not a great fielder, but he can, he's serviceable, and he's is a, he's a really good average hitter. So the Twins kind of scare me like that. Um, I think they're going to be if they're and we met them. I know we were down Eloy, but you know we've got the uh, the the sugar DH the sheets and burger combination <laughs> and, um, and uh, uh, so we're okay there. I mean, and uh, we met the twins who went into the series, missing some guys. The, the twins Correa's.
0: did, the twins did not the have twins. bucks in game one or Correa. And, and then they didn't have Correa the whole series or Gallo, the whole series. Uh, Vasquez did play a little bit, but I think he was like hurt too. Right. So um, they, uh, they then didn't they lost have their more guys at all. Oh, and then they had um, Giolito hit Farmer in the head, and he has, you know, face. constructive surgery uh, on his lip and
1: yeah. face. So, so I mean, th- they were hurting, and they just looked better than us. Uh, our, our defense, which had been surprisingly pretty good, really let us down. Um, okay, I'll start with the first game. Uh, Maeda versus Cease. Cease, um, his problem is he's a five inning pitcher. Because he, he he strikes out everyone, takes a lot of pitches. Too many walks, but it wasn't his fault this time. This time he he had a, his pitch count got up, but he had to leave after the fifth because of the errors. He, you know, if he really could have had 15, 20 less pitches and got another inning had they not just um Albertos answered his error with the three run homer in the first game. Okay, Andrew Vaughn's been a doubles machine and a walk machine. He's on base all the time. No home runs yet, which is a shame because that one, if it got over the wall, would have been a difference maker in that game. Um, but it was a double and got it in, uh, you know, a couple runs. Um, but um, – and then Anderson getting hurt again. Uh, it's just, It was an awkward, weird rundown. It was a bad throw that he had an awkward reach for, and the runner was going into the base and caught his knee – and uh, caught his leg and bent his knee. Um, Anderson's hurt again. I don't know. It's not his fault, but you know, and also that guy was trying to get to the base. He did wasn't doing anything to try to hurt Anderson, which like some of these teams getting upset about these, it's baseball. What what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. Um, and the, you touched on it, the bullpen, four innings, one hit, no runs, five Ks, no walks. That was great. Um, uh, but the defense lost that game, three errors, Alberto made up for his one with the homer. Well, Sheets I mean, had... they, they
0: didn't lose the game, but.
1: Yeah, well, he yeah. he he made up for it, but I mean, with his homer. But you're right. No, they did end up losing. No, they and won. Sheets, Sheets made two errors in one play. He, he The ball went through his legs, and then Colas got a great throw in. And I saw Grandel afterwards with his hands up in the air. You don't cut it unless the catcher tells you to cut it. Sheets cut it, turned to see what was going on, and threw it home too late. He lets that go. I think the guy's out. And then the rundown play was disappointing. And then in the um, next game, Lopez was unbelievable, but we had him on the – we got two runs in in the first inning, and then he got out. He still had second and third and no out and got out of anything, any further damage. And then he no hits in 10Ks the rest of the way. Uh, Lynn is in the zone and, and, and looks not great, but he, I mean 10Ks, But he gave up two home runs, including Buxton's 100th, which was odd because Buxton's been around for a while. That just shows how often he's been hurt. that's why he's dh and not playing the outfield, even though he's a gold-glove outfielder um, and he can cover so much ground. Uh, I was shocked that it was his 100th home run. He he should be around 150 to to 175 at this point in his career. Uh, The bullpen was okay in game two, not great, but Robert – what a big moment, hitting that home run off of a 102-mile pitch from Duran. That was uh, great. And then we – of course, now we got a great baseball game going. And let's let's get the game in with this stupid starter guy on second base. It's a Little League rule from California. When we played uh, Little League, we call it California rules. Yeah,
0: like travel ball. Yeah. <laughs> the,
1: only travel, the only reason that it was ever put in – all-star teams for rec league on them, too, uh, because – you the you're putting in games every two hours on these fields when you're kids and you want the game over. So you, you start with a guy at second and usually with one out and one-on-one count, and the, the kind of stupidity. So, you know, you know, I think the stupidest thing in professional sports is the tie. That's why that game, they don't use the hands over in Europe and they run around in shorts. It always has ties. Uh, <laughs> I'd rather have a tie in baseball than go to this stupid thing. I swear to God, it was just crazy coming from me. But that's how – when they brought this in, I go, okay, you know, uh, it was COVID and no one's at the games and, you know, worried about pitchers and all that. Okay. I thought it was going to go away. I didn't know they were going to keep it. I I was shocked to see that it was still going. Um, And then the last game, Giolito did pitch very well. Gray was great. Uh, Just we had no bats that game. That was the Giolito's ball got up and away from him and hit him right square in the face.
0: Yeah, Farmer right in the face. And, right and, and, that, the face. and that shook him. And that shook up Giolito after. Yeah, he was pretty upset. Then, yeah.
1: He settled down and, and got, got through with it. Uh, Sheets had his second bad day, like you said, played a fly ball into a, a triple. Um, but, you know, the uh, Vaughn, again, walked twice. Um, le- uh, he left two on, on base, I think.
0: I just want home uh, runs from the guy.
1: That's right. We, we need home runs from him. yeah. And, uh, but, uh, you know, his replace, you know, he replaced Abreu. I looked at Abreu's got five RBIs and hasn't hit a home run yet either in like 12 games. Which no, he, is crazy.
0: he, he hasn't, he hasn't really played well at all for, for Houston or at least hitting wise. But,
1: but the biggest thing I took out of the third game was, um, defense again, the, which let us down a lot during this series, Uh, What a great home run for Sosa, again, off of Duran, who's not nasty. For him to take that outside pitch and go right center field, that was right center field. That was awesome. awesome. Uh, Bummer, who in the first game got Buxton out and that strikeout was really critical. Um, Bummer was terrible in the the third game. He he was bad. Um, He let them get a couple insurance runs. So Sosa's home run didn't really even help. But uh, and the thing that after watching that game, the Minnesota media and their manager said something, and then I saw Buxton say he's not mad at anyone. The collision at second base, the, the you fielder, see how crazy that was. The fielder <laughs> has a right to the go to the ball. Buxton was called out by the umpire for interfering. It was a hundred percent him and everybody and i watched the rebroadcast on mlb network of the of the of the minnesota like post game their fans their manager at buxton was like well i'm not really mad at anyone well, well you shouldn't be because you were an idiot and it was all on your fault i, I don't understand the um o'neill thing in the pittsburgh series giolito definitely was not thrown to farmer and the ludicrous even asking Bus Buxton and making a thing out of that play, it, yeah. it was not, yeah. it was nothing.
0: And that play, I mean, he was running to second base and basically like flipped over. Who was the player? Sosa. Sosa. Yeah, Sosa. And and it looked bad, <laughs> like like. But I thought he was for sure hurt afterwards. But he played in the Yankee game today. Um, yeah, Buxton did, but um, no, it, it was completely his fault. So I'm I'm not yes. yeah. I don't know why anybody would say otherwise. But I think uh more people were more upset with the Cruz situation for some reason than the Bucks situation. But again, that's yeah. that's nothing that for the Sox to worry about. Um
1: yeah, I so mean it was you said that No, go ahead. No, we said that Michael A.
0: Finley. Oh Michael A. Taylor yeah.
1: hit the home run in the second game. His father's Michael
0: V Taylor. Ah, the Taylor. <laughs>
1: ah, yeah. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's just a Taylor. His well, dad it, was the Taylor.
0: But yeah, that, so don't funny. forget that. I won't forget that. And you know what? It, it, the I thought about this today. Michael A. Taylor, great signing by the Twins because they knew they were going to do this with Buxton and they, Michael Taylor's awesome in the outfield. He's a great center right. fielder. So the, he and it, it jumps into my point I, here. Defense wins championships and it, it's always been that way The the last like five, six champions of the world series are all in the top half in the league and all of the defensive metrics, the white Sox the past four or five years have been like 26, 27, 28, 29 in defense, you know, metrics <laughs> and in errors. And it's, um, and mainly the metrics are, I, I'm looking at our errors. So it's, um, you the team, the guys on the roster are – they just can't do it. But the thing that the thing that I attribute this to is injuries. I mean, if the guys who are supposed to play, like Moncada – like, if Moncada's there, that, that play at third base doesn't happen with – you know, a couple of those plays at third base don't happen because Moncada makes those plays. If, um, you know, Robert Colas and Ben play the outfield every game, those crazy plays that we just saw with Sheets – Aren't going to happen. So yeah, I I just think I think it's uh, injuries have a lot to do with it. But the Sox just don't have a lot of depth, and when guys go down, their depth aren't really even like great fielders, which you would think depth players should be. So I think that's just a big issue is their defense, and I think it would. I totally
1: agree. I mean, Eloy is a big bat in our lineup, and when he went down. With uh with uh, sugar the cheats and burger, um, we can replace that. We can't. We can't. A lot of our position players that are good hitters aren't very good defensive players, or they're yes. average. Yep. And if they're out, we're we're in big trouble.
0: Well, R- Robert and Moncada, like Robert's went healthy, awesome in the field. And I feel like Moncada's the Robert of the infield. He just, <laughs> you know, like he. I- I'm not right. saying that he's a great hitter, but he can feel well. And then obviously he makes plays that you and I get so frustrated over too. I mean, he's, he, yeah,
1: sometimes he just, assume. he doesn't get an error, but sometimes like, well, let's look at the replay. Did it look like he moved after that one, but everybody's raving about his defense and, and he has played really well this year. And, um, and, and he played very solid last year. He just couldn't hit, but he, there are plays that he takes off and, um, you know, hopefully that won't happen anymore. And he was um, off this series.
0: Little, little. He, he didn't play in this series. I, I, think he's going to be back for tomorrow's game in, uh against Baltimore and i think Aloy is going to come back soon too is what i've been reading
1: yeah he's uh, doing batting practice and they said he was doing some running so if it's your hamstring and you're running that's that's a good sign
0: yeah breaking a sweat um, um yeah, yeah so well
1: uh, well i mean we have no choice but to put the the twins uh series behind us and the pirates series behind us but Man, uh, the Twins were were shorthanded themselves, um, so we can't cry about who we didn't have. Uh, they look good. They look good in the field like they always do, and um, except for a couple plays. And and their they're starting pitching, which has been what they've been lacking, looks really good. And um, even their bullpen looked pretty good. So that's, uh, like you said, pitching and defense wins championships. It's fun to go to a game and seeing the ball pounded out out of the park, but Consistently pitching and defense will always rise.
0: Well, especially especially when you're a team that doesn't hit home runs, and the Sox have proven the last few years that they're not a team that hits home runs. So, yeah, if you don't well, hit home runs. You need to play. You yeah. need to pitch infield, and then score three, four runs a game to try to, yeah. to to try to win the win these games. So,
1: and I think the Giants proved that it's really not the park's fault that we're not hitting
0: home runs. Yeah, no, the Giants did prove that. Um, but man, it was all right.
1: Weird. Well, let's get this behind us. Let's move on.
0: Yeah, moving on. Um, all right. Preview the Baltimore series, or I like to call it the Baltimore battle. White Sox host the Baltimore Orioles Friday through Sunday at Guaranteed Rate Field. It's a three-game set. The Orioles are seven and six this season. They have played four series. Uh, They are two and two in series play. They're coming off a series win against the very tough to watch Oakland athletics. It was a four game set and the Orioles won three out of the four games. This Oriole team surprised the world last year by winning 83 games. They didn't do much in the off season to make them significantly better, which disappointed some of their fan base, but they're banking on their young guys to perform. And uh, so far they've, you know, some of their young guys have been doing great and others are struggling and having those rookie uh, woes. So I'll jump into the pitching probables. We can talk about those really quick. In game one tomorrow night, Mike Clevenger is on for the White Sox. He is 2-0 in his first two starts with them. He has a 3.48 ERA in 9Ks. He's facing off against Tyler Wells. For those of you who do not know him on the Orioles, trust me, I really didn't either. He is 0 1 and 2 starts. He has a 3 2 7 ERA and eight strikeouts. Game number two on Saturday. I am going to this game. This is the 1993 crew neck game. Go and get your crew neck. Michael Kopek will be on the mound, so I'm nervous to go because I saw him give up five home runs. But in his two starts, he's uh, 0-2 record, 6-7-5 ERA, and 10 strikeouts. He'll be facing Kyle Gibson for the Orioles. He has been around. Uh, you guys might know him. He pitched for the Twins for Twins. Uh, for yeah. multiple years. Um, he is 3-0, so good start for him. 3.44 ERA and 12 Ks in three starts. And uh, game number three on Sunday, the last game of the series, Dylan Cease, the Sox ace, is 2 0 with a 1.65 ERA and 24 Ks in his three starts. He's going to face off against Grayson Rodriguez, a uh, top, top prospect, top five prospect in baseball. Uh, just got called up this year. He is 0 0 with a 6.75 ERA and 11 Ks in his first two starts. Looking at the pitching probables, what are you looking forward to seeing?
1: Well, I'm lo- uh, what we need from us is we need our starters based on what we were just talking about with the defense and our runs. We don't hit a lot of home runs. We need our starters to be great, <laughs> one through five. Yeah. And uh, Cease has been great. Clevenger's given us two good starts, one awesome, awesome start. Kopech, Giolito, and Lynn have uh, got to be more consistent. Lynn you know, has the track record I believe he will be. Um, Kopech and Giolito, you know, give, you know, gave a good start against the twins. And he was horrible the time before Kopech, we were there, the Giants game, and then he came back and was, was excellent. Um, the pitching matchup, um, Wells is 3.27. That's not bad. Um, I don't know a lot about him. Kyle Gibson's been around for a long time, but 3-4-4 ERA.
0: And, he's technically uh, their wins. ace, too. He's technically yeah, their number he one, is. but he's not But, really but the guy they want to be their
1: ace is who is it going to be their Sunday, and that's Grayson Rodriguez, who I've you know, been hearing about for a couple of years. Six, five 220, throws really hard. Um, his problem, like a lot of young pitchers, is in it's that in 11 innings, he's got seven walks. Mm-hmm. Um and he's had control problems before. He had a horrible spring with walks. That's why he didn't make the original squad. Although they said at the time he was going to come up soon enough. And he's uh he he's he's a young top five prospect pitcher. He's supposed to be their ace, their jim palmer for the next, you know, fifteen years. So we'll see. But he's he's got a lot of he's got command issues and control issues, so um you never know. What I'm, you're worried get. About, I'm worried about I'm worried about that
0: game though. I am worried about him pitching against the White Sox. The White Sox are notorious especially the past decade for a young righty pitcher with good yeah. stuff they normally don't hit. Yeah. I mean I mean you was saw that was Seattle with
1: Seattle last year. Br- Brash was Yeah, it Matt,
0: Matt Brash and then yeah, and then he... you saw it you saw it this year with Johan Oviedo for the Pirates. I mean yeah. he he had like a 5 or 6 ERA and then he shut them yeah. down. <laughs> so, um,
1: yeah, it seems like anytime we see anyone for the first time, we don't know what to do, let alone a young pitcher.
0: Yeah. And, and I, th- I think the Sox, I know they just can't help yeah. them out. And the team is free swingers. They still are. They're a little more disciplined than they were last year. Actually, I want to say a lot more disciplined, but they're still kind of free swingers up there. Um, both Anderson not in the lineup, it'll be a little bit different, but. I'm just interested to see if they'll take some walks because right now they still don't take a lot of walks. They, they, they put the bat on the ball, just not super hard yeah. contact, but no, I'm interested to see Grayson pitch like you said.
1: Yeah, me too. And uh, you know um, our lineup, our defense, you know, Anderson's had a good year defensively so far, but it does get better when Andres moves over to short. He's just a better shortstop than Tim. Yeah, defensively. Is. Yep. Defensively, it. Yeah. I mean, at, at the position. And Sosa looks pretty good. Um, uh, depending how long Tim's out, if, if Sosa shows more power like he did and can play the, the second base well, uh, Andrus might not have a position when he, when, when Tim gets back. But
0: um, or the Orioles and in
1: the, in the, in the Sox are kind of playing each other. Uh, the Orioles have a better record, but, you know, we're eighth in runs, they're fifth in runs. They're twenty-fourth in the RA at three five one two. We're twenty-eighth in five nine seven. Um, you know, we've um you know their uh Mount Castle, their young first baseman, five homers, eighteen RBIs already. Uh Austin Hayes, who was known for his defense out in the outfield. And and speaking of outfield defense, you want to watch an outfield that can run, get the ball, and
0: play great. This is the team um, for you because last year, last year they Played the socks at guaranteed rate field, and it was a clinic out there. I mean, they, they yeah, were they're out great
1: One just swept, swept the socks, it, it was just nothing fell. They were great, and you know, uh, backpelling real quick, uh, the twin series, and uh, Colas looks great and right, doesn't he? He looks really good. He knows what he's doing, he's hitting the cutoff man, he really looks great. But you mentioned in the beginning that the Orioles have some young players that are coming through and some that aren't, um, you know, um. Mateo, their shortstop's got six stolen bases already. Um, their S- Santander, who I said was a a sleeper for the MVP, he had 33 home runs last year. Has zero home, and he looked great in the WBC. He's got zero home runs and hitting 186. Um, their um, big third baseman that they handed third base to is not hitting. He's a rookie.
0: Uh, Gunner, Gunner um, Henderson is not hitting. Yeah. He's batting 147. No, um, yeah, so he struck out 16 times. He's got two RBIs so far. He's my third. Um, he's my third baseman in uh, in fantasy, so I might have to go switch that out. Oh, good, Keep real it.
1: quick. Don't drop him
0: till after you um, play me. But the, the the guy the guy that needs to be talked about is their best player, and he's their catcher, and it's that Adley Rushman guy.
1: <laughs> he's unbelievable. He's just unbelievable. I mean, we saw him play when he was at Oregon State, not in person, yeah, in that because. Uh, um same team that Nick Madrigal was on. And uh they were talking about him gonna be the first pick. He was the first pick. Then he was the top prospect in baseball. And he just lots of times it's like these steps and the one of them they fail and then you never hear about the guy again. This guy's the real deal. And um they DH him a little bit because they don't want to um wear him out catching. But um
0: Adley Rushman He's a guy. That's that's a guy to look out for. Ryan Mountcastle. You brought him up. He hit he has five home runs so far this year. Um, he's a guy to look at and
1: eighteen RBIs. And he's interesting because he's playing in Chicago in a home run park, and he hit thirty something home runs two years ago, and then last year uh, at uh, at Camden Yards they put the fences back. Yep, and then he didn't hit so many home runs. But he's killing it on the road, so uh, he's someone. He's definitely someone to look at. And then uh, Cedric Mullins. I mean, if he comes out of his slump against us, and same with San, Santander. Um,
0: they have a decent team.
1: They do. They, they. I think that's why they didn't go out and do much. They they built through the farm system, and they're letting these kids play and come up.
0: Yeah, and they, um, you know, and then their infield is is. You know, you don't really like what you see there. I mean, you have Adam Frazier, who, you know, you can give or take who who he is. He plays second. Yeah, he
1: played right last game. He's kind of moving around fourth outfielder.
0: Second base, kind of. Second base. And then uh, Ramon Urias uh, playing third base. And then Jorge Mateo is playing shortstop. And, I mean, he steals a lot. He has six steals already. So, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. And I guess we could jump into the bullpen. Because they have some good arms back there. And you were talking about Batista. I mean, talk about this guy. He's yeah, I have Batiste him on my fantasy just... team and he's a stud. So he's he's a
1: great closer. He's he's one of the he's a top handful of closers in this league with uh Klazé from uh, the Indians and Diaz who's hurt from the Mets. He's he's right there with those guys. Um he's got you know 10 K's. I think he's pitched four four innings. He's, he's got 10 yards, 193 ERA, and he's already got three saves. Um, he's fantastic. The rest of the bullpen is kind of unknown, like the Pittsburgh bullpen was, but they got some good arms out there. But uh, they got that closer sitting there waiting at the end if they do get the lead. Um, their problem is their um, starting rotation. Gibson is solid, but if he's your number one, you really don't have a number one. Uh, Grayson Rodriguez, we just talked about. Um, uh, he's the, he's supposed to be the stud young stud coming, but he's inconsistent right now, which I mean, this is, I think this is going to be his third start ever, but he was inconsistent in spring and in past years with his command and which is kind of, you know, he's 22 or whatever he is and he's getting his third start. Some of the things we're saying about him are the same things we're saying about Kopek and this is what, four or five years into the deal. Yeah. Um, he needs to, um, get, get more, uh, uh, Kramer doesn't, Dean Kramer, doesn't strike out anybody, but he beat the Sox a couple of times last year. And he, he's been terrible so far this year. But he's not bad. He, he knows how to pitch. He just doesn't have anything that overpowers anybody. And Irvin's been terrible. Again, he's 0 and 2 um, And uh, Cole Irving, uh, Irvin, and they, he, he's serviceable. He's Okay. Uh, but no, they they're, if they're going to be at the top of that division, which is really tough, they need Rodriguez to come through and be a total stud, uh, Kramer to be solid, Gibson to be solid, and they need to probably go out and get somebody.
0: Yeah, I, that that was the biggest thing that you know, and I I know that Kyle Bradish and John Means are both hurt, and those are two guys that you know. They... Yeah, Means
1: Means would be their ace right now if he was healthy
0: yeah and i I liked him a lot uh, but he had tommy john last year in april so that's like an 18 month thing he might be back by the end of this year but they're not sure but um and then you know they're also missing a couple guys in the bullpen um michael Givens and, and dylan tate who's nasty uh he's a strain flexor he's hurt so um those are two guys that, you know obviously they're good but they're not uh they're not gonna be pitching.
1: <laughs> not available, This is good for us.
0: Yep. But yeah, I, I I don't know. I think the overlooking this series, Sox are five and eight. They I mean, I, I really want them to win a series. I think this is a winnable series. I think it is. Yeah, you're you're facing pitching that's not dominant. I, I think they can they just need to pitch really well against this lineup. <laughs> and this lineup's decent. So I don't know. You just got to yeah. stay away from Adley Rushman and and Mountcastle right now. They're both extremely hot. So
1: right. And then and hopefully Santander and Mullins stay cold. Um yeah, it's it's interesting. Uh Gibson and like you said Rodriguez young pitcher seen him for the first time seem to own us and uh, um I just the thing that scares me with them is I just look at how many stolen bases they have, and if our pitchers are going to walk people like they've been walking, it's like giving up a double. <laughs> um, yeah. So we need command. We need we need to pound the strike zone.
0: And Clevenger uh, is so bad with guys on base. Oh, his windup. So I, I
1: didn't know him. I mean, obviously we never had him. He used to beat us on Cleveland, but you know our team is like. You know, six guys in the lineup that looked like they should be playing softball in Grant Park. And so <laughs> we don't we don't really steal too much. Um except for a couple guys. So I didn't realize that he was so slow like that. And uh and uh, most of most of our guys are big tall lanky guys that have big motions and stuff. So um uh, it makes it harder on the catchers, and our catchers aren't that great at throwing guys out anyway. So I'm worried about the walks, turn it in stone bases, turn it into doubles. Um their outfield defense is good, but their the, their starting staff is nothing to have any fear over. I just you know we'll watch us get shut out three times now, but uh, and you, they're missing guys like you said in the bullpen. If we if we can stay not away the from Batista, yeah,
0: stay away from Felix Batista, and you should be okay. <laughs> That's you should be okay. I mean, and yeah, they I would mean, they they would they would have a much better record if their pitching was better. <laughs> so and same with the socks to be honest with you because the socks had really bad stretches with pitching as a whole um i just have a feeling that it's going to be like 2022 where we have a stretch of six seven games where the pitching's great but the hitting's not there and then the hitting's great and the pitching's not there and that would be a very long season for us to cover i'll tell you that
1: <laughs> i don't yeah, want to that, deal with that and, and basically you just described a 500 team yeah, which since the all-star break of the year before, that's what we've been. Yeah, um, we keep saying if all our guys are healthy and together, we can do this or that and we want to see all that. And, but they... and we do.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, injuries are part of it. You know, the twins had injuries too, and they did well. Um, it's um yeah, it's it's th- this we this is really we need to win this series. Did you see what's I mean, the Phillies are 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 the National League champs, although they're not having a very good start. And then we played Tampa, Tampa Blue Jays, and then Tampa. Yep. <laughs> if, 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 if we don't get some wins, going in May 1st could look really bad.
0: It could. And, and it could be one of those starts where it's going to be so hard to fight through that and get back. <laughs> like, you have to go on, like, Run runs, right? I mean, some Sox teams in the past, I think like oh wait, they were kind of like a middling team and then went on like an eleven game win streak or something like that. Like they might need to do something yeah. like that if they fall behind. So
1: right, like that save Ventura's job or whatever that year. And then um yeah. And one of the things that I'm just I can't get a handle on I used to just love when he came into games, and now I I'm I'm like waiting for the, the something bad to happen is bummer. A few years ago, he looked like he was a closer. He looked was going to be unbelievable. Oh, my God, we got this lefty with a weird motion and sweeping pitches that looked hard to pick up. And um, he had a couple of injuries. He's been back healthy, and he just gets hit a lot. And then he loses command. I, I, I don't know what to think of him anymore. I was a huge bummer fan. I thought we really signed, signed. It was one of those guys we signed young to long-term. And um, I don't know.
0: No, I, I agree. Well, I, I'll tell you what I think of him. I, I don't think he's any good. <laughs> I I think his stuff's great. He you know that there's a stat out there. Oh god, I didn't I didn't pull it up for this because I wasn't expecting Aaron Bummer talk today. But um Bummer. He's Bummer, man. No, he uh his the, the first batter he faces to start an inning, it, it's like over 50% of the time they get on base. Something like crazy. Like it's a crazy number. It's like their wow. on-base percentage is like insane. And you know that. Like as Sox fans the past 2 years, we have seen this guy come in lead-off walker, lead-off single yeah. through, you know, a shift-hole or something like that. Like I it, it's A
1: shift-hole. Is that code for something? That
0: sounds disgusting. <laughs> shift-hole. Shift <laughs> <laughs> but man oh man, I I'm the bullpen, I, I don't know. Some of the guys with the power arms in the bullpen, I'm just sick of watching them. Well, I mean, and I wanted to bring up Joe Kelly and and I mean, oh, my God, that the, the guy hurt himself in in the in the bench clearing incident in Pittsburgh. And now yeah. he's on the IL, and he's been a guy who's been very bad for the White Sox. I mean, is he a DFA candidate? Probably. <laughs> I mean, they're paying him a lot. Would,
1: I think he would have been DFA'd instead of Ruiz if he wasn't due $9.5 million this year.
0: And they have him for next year. Wasn't it a three-year deal? Uh, they
1: have a million and a half buyout for next year. Oh, they're going to buy him out. They're not- yeah, so basically <laughs> he's making $11 million this year because he's not going to be back. But, you know, that is Tapera's spot that we didn't resign. Oh, I know kills me. Yeah, that every kills time me, I see too. Kelly out there.
0: And then it's funny. The Kenyan uh, Middleton comes in and strikes out the side and he throws like, yeah. gas. I mean, he's, he's always throwing gas. He was on Seattle for a little bit. And I think he was on the angels too. Um, He, uh, but he's just a guy that can't control the ball again. I mean, if you throw a hundred great. if you can't throw it over the plate, you're not going to play <laughs> like that just... is Right. But no, um...
1: and and uh, and we, we were high in the bullpen going in and, I'm I'm not high on them now.
0: No, and, it's uh, it's, it's, it's going to ebb and flow, and all the Sox we, fans we out there that are, are freaking out. Shout
1: out, out to uh, Ronaldo's four out save that was pretty cool. But again, he's another guy. Overall, hasn't been that great, and you you know he goes out there and throws a hundred and one. But uh, that was a, that was a nice job he did with the four out save in the in the game that we won.
0: No, I I agree. I agree. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I think to wrap it up, just as a Sox fan, it's, you know, they're five and eight. It is in the middle of April and it's nice outside. So be happy about that. But, um, no need to panic in my brain. It's too early to panic in a, in a, in a baseball, uh, season, you know, we're, we're what 5% through the it's season crazy. right now. So like, I, I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't take too much, you know, obviously there's some patterns that we're seeing in the first four series, but, um, even after April, like we, we can finally I- identify stuff after like middle of May or June if if the season's like either over or <laughs> becoming oh, yeah. over or w- whatever. So, I don't know at this point, we're just all speculating on stuff and just like talking ball. But it's uh, people who are on Twitter and people who are on social media freaking out saying this guy needs to get DFA'd, this guy needs to get DFA'd, like wait a month or, or two down. and wait a yeah. month or two. And then all of a sudden these guys might be great. So um, yeah, I, just I, like to, out.
1: I like to, I like to look at 50, 60 games before we decide anything. And, and it's, like I always say, you know, some of these, it's been what, 13 games. They do this 13. If they play exactly how they play it for 13 games between, July twentieth and you know August fifth, no one notices these these trends and these streaks.
0: No, it's just the beginning of the year. Everybody's freaking out because it's baseball. It's back, <laughs> and All right. we've been waiting for a while. But yeah. I agree. Hopefully, it's
1: a good series. Uh, I I didn't mean to be freaking out, but when I saw, I think a four and a three game series with Tampa and the Blue Jays um, after the Phillies. Who no,
0: it could it could struggling. be it could be if they lose all of the series ending the month, I mean, they could be in a, you know, under, I don't know, eight or 10 games under 500. <laughs> like it could easily happen if they yeah, have there.
1: And there's nothing that shows me that this team's going to go on, a, you know, a, a Tampa Bay streak where they're going to go, you know, no, they're too, inc- they're too two
0: inconsistent years. to do that. And they've yeah. been that way for two years. So, yeah. So, but it
1: doesn't matter, uh, you know, from now on, no matter what happens in the next three games, to me, this will be the shift hole series.
0: Yeah, this is the shift hole series. It's <laughs> we're battling Baltimore. And um get your crew neck again at the game. You should go to that yeah. game. We'll tailgate. Yeah, whenever the
1: weather's good, take advantage. The Sox have great food, it's a great place. They got unbelievable
0: giveaways. Good people, um, good, good good vibes. People. Yeah. So um,
1: you know, and they got we got the new uh foot long hot dog. Um, which you love, which I loved um it, it's it's just you know, get out to the game, and uh yeah, especially now if things go bad, you wanna still see them might get hope
0: well, yeah, but, and uh, and go, I mean, yeah, and if if things are bad, like you're going for the food and giveaway. And a beer at yeah. a baseball game. Yeah. So, I mean, hey, we, we we sat through a rebuild for four years, so I guess we can continue to go to the game and have fun, even if the boys are bad. But we're an optimistic pod here, okay? So yes, we the Sox are, are. are going to win this series, and uh, let's go the rolling. Philly
1: series, eight and eight.
0: Yes, how about that? Okay, that's there a little too optimistic, but let's uh, let's yeah. roll with it.
1: Let's go with it.
0: Well, you know what. That will be a wrap for today's episode. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. And uh, I blame you, Dad, for it being late at night right now, and I'm not going to get a lot of sleep, but we uh, we got it in. So how yeah, about that?
1: Yeah, just edit. Don't sleep.
0: Just edit and, then- and don't sleep. Yep, absolutely. If- All right. Well, everybody have Thank a you. wonderful week, and you have a wonderful week, and we'll talk to you guys later.